Hi everyone, this is the Chakra Doctor and I wanted to give you all a big thank you for making Miracle Food the number one detox program on the market. I also would like to give a warm welcome to all of my newcomers and first time triers of Miracle Food. Miracle Food is the Bruce Lee Jeet Kune Do of the holistic world. Now I'm not saying that there aren't other healers out there with products and services. I'm just clarifying that Miracle Food is the best. Come see what the hype is about at ChakraDoctor.org or call me at 818 818- Four two nine one six seven five. The old renaissance is the new renaissance. Standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company. Uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way. Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whip Beer. The neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. Hello, my name is Precious Rose Dunlap, and this is my mother, Michelle Timberlake Roll, founder of Marjorie Speed Jerking Incorporated. We would at this time like to thank our new customers as well as our repeating customers for your business. For every one million orders that we receive, our company is giving two million dollars away to the bottom of four hundred of our paid customers. You see, that's the way we roll. So come place an order at www.marjoriesbeefjerky.com. That's www.marjoriesbeefjerky.com. Marjorie's Beef Jerky is the best tasting beef jerky on this planet. Marjorie's Beef Jerky. Yeah, that's right, because that's the way we roll. It's Friday! The HBCU Football Daily Podcast for the first day of October. I'm Donald Ware. We got a lot to get to on this Friday edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Last night, Prairie View A&M defeated Arkansas Pine Bluff 27-17. You know, I finally got one right in this respect. I said PV would win. I said it would be somewhere in the 10 to 14 point range, if I believe, if I'm correct, and it certainly was. I mean, this was a game where you talk about there were a lot of big plays in this football game. Uh, I, 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 I did say that I thought Prairie View A&M's defense was, uh, was, was very good. And finally, right, like the last couple of years, the defense just hasn't been that good. But this year, it looks like the defense is legit. And Arkansas Pine Bluff definitely struggled in the passing game. 13-37, uh, 166 yards, one touchdown, one interception between Skylar Perry and and Xavier Vaughn, and Arkansas Pine Bluff could not run the football. Now, when you look at the Golden Lions, had the really, really big play, okay, down 14-3, big-time play, big pass, and catch Josh Wilkes. Josh Wilkes is is a legitimate weapon for the Golden Lions. You know, he gets the pass from Vaughn, 82 yards, and it pulls the Golden Lions to within 14 to nine because it looked like it was going to be a blowout. Uh, you look at PV, PV had all the momentum, and then all of a sudden it shifted on that one play. But 
the key in this game to me, and the key to the victory for PV in this football game to me was this. On the ensuing possession for the Panthers, Arkansas Pine Bluff playing some solid defense, gets PV into a fourth down situation, right? So your PV, you go for it. And, and Prairie View A&M decided to go for it. But, you know, to me, I mean, I think it's, I think it's right. Like, you know, you, you've got the ball. You're driving it. You've got it in Arkansas Pine Bluff territory. You're definitely too far away for a field goal. You know, yeah, you could punt it, but you've got a really good offense, right? You've got to show some confidence in that offense. I mean, you've got to be able to show some confidence in that quarterback. Jawan Pass, who had a very solid game, rushed for a couple of touchdowns, didn't throw any interceptions, right? So moving left to right was PV, balls on the right hash. And some a lot of times if you need, you know, they needed five yards, I guess. I think it was ten, five or ten yards. It may have been fourth and ten, whatever it was. I think it was fourth and ten. Whatever it was, sometimes you may go, you know, for 10 yards right at the sticks, 11, 12 yards, maybe 15. What Eric Dooley and his staff called, again, ball on the right hash. So you got all that room to work on the left side. And Jawan Pass just has to put the football out there, right, for his guy, Antonio Mullins, to go get. Because Mullins beat his, his man goes and gets the ball for 28 yards. You need you need 5, you need 10 yards. They get 28 yards, right? And and as a matter of fact, that was the biggest pass play of the game for Prairie View A&M. I think it was the key to the victory because listen, you know, you're like, okay, uh, we got hit, right? Big play, 82 yards. By Arkansas Pine Bluff, they feel like they have some momentum. They did on the fourth down. You go for it, and then ultimately, you look at Arkansas Pine Bluff, or you look at Prairie View A and M, and PV is able to score. And I mean, pretty much, the, I mean, pretty much that wrapped up the game. That was a big time score. You look at, you know, you look at the running game for Prairie View A and M. I mean. 289 yards rushing. 70 of those yards yards by Jawan Pass. Brooks, he remember, he had the long 83-yard touchdown run. Uh, he had 118 yards rushing. And, again, you look at PV, good offensively, but where I'm more impressed is on the defensive side of the football, okay? Quarterbacks for the Golden Lions. Again, 13 of 37, 166 yards, a touchdown and an interception, and only rushed did Arkansas Pine Bluff for 58 yards. So what does the loss now mean for Arkansas Pine Bluff? Well, one of the things it means is Pine Bluff's pretty much out of the race. Two, Not only two SWAC losses, but two division losses to Alcorn State and to PV, who have not lost a game uh, in the conference, let alone in the division. So the Western Division champs defending are in name only because at this point that the bottom would just have to fall out. You know, obviously Arkansas Pine Bluff would have a chance uh, because 
PV and Alcorn State still have to play each other. So they'd have, you know, some kind of opportunity. That, that That's a guaranteed loss for one of those schools. Um, but then you'd have to hope that one of them lost two more games because they'd own the tiebreaker. That's just not going to happen, right? So it, it's just too much for Arkansas Pine Bluff to ultimately overcome at this point. And uh, meanwhile, you look at Alcorn State. Meanwhile, you look at Prairie View a and I mean, if I'm looking at things, I mean, you know, Alabama A&M number one, Jackson State number two, right? My number three right now, if I had a vote, voting today, it would be Prairie View A&M. You know, I like Alcorn State where Alcorn State is sitting. I like where A&T is sitting. Uh, that one and two record, you know, you look at the first game against Furman, tough game then you're playing a power five in duke and then you know beat north carolina central pretty good so i mean that would be sort of where i would sit uh right now you know one through four i, I mean it's 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 very close right now we're still uh, a little bit early in the season let's take a look at some of the other games that are going to happen on tomorrow again as i've been saying i've got my eye on the shaw and virginia union game that game is in richmond virginia if you're Shaw, you gotta. You this is a you know you're now. Ultimately speaking, if Shaw drops this game, it's not the end of the world, right? Because you're still gonna face Fayetteville State, the the Western Division or really the Southern Division crown in the CIAA, still gonna be up for grabs. So it's not like the end of the world if Shaw loses this game to Virginia Union. But I'm just saying, taking a next step in the program. Because, listen, Virginia Union's down a little bit right now. I don't want to say this year, but right now, although they've got a pretty good quarterback in Khalid Morris and Shaw's going to have its hands, uh, its work cut out for it uh, facing that young man. But, I mean, I'm interested to to see that game. You know, I like the South Carolina State-Bethune-Cookman matchup. Somebody's got to win. As I've stated, Bethune-Cookman's 0-4 is different than South Carolina State's 0-3. South Carolina State had to play Alabama A&M, played them toe-to-toe, lost by one point, uh, right, and played in Huntsville, and then lost two FBS games. Meanwhile, you look at Bethune-Cookman, already 0-2 in the conference. So, you know, losses to Alabama A&M and to Alabama State. So if you're Bethune-Cookman, while it's not a conference game, you want to win. I mean, South Carolina State wants to win too, but but it's not MEAC play yet. Uh, and but but I think if you listen, Bethune Cookman needs a win right now to go into to the swag. South Carolina State not so much, but they but of course the Bulldogs want to win too because they want to get off the snide. Uh, currently 0-4 right now. Uh, some of the other games I'm going to kind of be having my eye on also Hampton and Norfolk State, right? Non-conference game, but Hamp both teams are on a roll right now. Right, so you want to keep that momentum going for both teams. So that should be a good one. Hampton and Norfolk State, uh, Battle of the Bay. The game is going to be played at Hampton. Got my eye on that game. And then, you know, Florida A and M and Albany or Alabama State. Florida A and M and Alabama State. This is an important game. Very, very important game, because now you're talking about the SWAC Eastern Division and probably. More important for Florida A&M because a couple of reasons. If you're the Rattlers, you don't want to go down 0-2 in the division. Okay, remember the loss in the beginning of the season to Jackson State. So you don't want to go down 0-2 in the division. 
and, and I mean, this is a tough game. Like, Florida A&M isn't exactly setting the world on fire from an offensive perspective. Meanwhile, in a bit of a surprise, and I got to be honest with you, Alabama State putting the wood to Bethune-Cookman like it did last week was a bit of a surprise to me. And Alabama State is playing well. As a matter of fact, uh, Donald Hill Ely, the head football coach at Alabama State, going to join us on the weekend edition of Box to Row can be found on a radio station near you. Also, you can listen tonight, Friday, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central Time. That is 4 p.m. Pacific Time on ESPNU Radio on Sirius XM. That's Channel 84. But, fam, you cannot afford to go down uh, 0-2. Alabama State, they lose. Eh, you know, still got a, you know, still got the bulk of your schedule in front of you. Of course, you'd have the t- the tiebreaker loss to Florida A&M, but much more important a game for Florida A&M. Then maybe even the bigger game, like as big as I think Florida A&M and Alabama State is because of the conference implications, right? That Miles and Albany State game in the SIAC is really, really big. I mean, yeah, from so from a divisional standpoint, not so much, right? Because they're, they're on opposite sides of the division. But listen, Albany State has won this regular season matchup the last couple of years, and then Miles has won the SIAC championship game against Albany State 2018-2019. So this is an important game, uh, especially, you know, I think probably more so for Albany State because, I mean, look what you're competing with. You're competing with Savannah State, right? But Albany State is playing so well. Not that Miles isn't, uh, but, you know, it should be a good football game, right? Like, it should be a really, really good football game. So, uh, I've got my eye on that game as well. So, those are some of the games to take a look at on tomorrow, right? Enjoy the football games. A lot of those games are going to be televised. Find out where they are. If you can't watch, then certainly listen. And we got you covered also on Box to Row again Check us out tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Central Time, ESPNU Radio on Sirius XM. That is Channel 84. And then you can also click, if you go to BoxToRow.com or if you're on BoxToRow.com, click on the affiliates link to find a radio station in your area that carries the program. I want you guys to have an absolutely wonderful weekend and I'll talk with you on Monday. Box to Row. Box to Row.com is the website for all of your HBCU sports needs. From the game of the week feature to interviews to the latest news in the world of HBCU sports. Box to Row.com has you covered. Missed a week of From the Press Box to Press Row? Box to Row.com has all the archive shows. Don't forget to check out the All American teams and weekly media coaches' bowls. From the Press Box to Press Row. And Box to Row.com. Your HBCU. CU Sports Leader.